the Lord. Psalm 118, verse 17, please. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Praise the Lord. I see smiles. I shall not die, but leaves to declare the works of the Lord. Amen. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, <clears throat> thank you for the word of God. Thank you for the assurance of your word. And thank you for the power in your way. Cause us to understand and to live according to your word. Give me offerings today by the Spirit so that I would speak your word to establish your truth. Thank you for hearing us in Jesus' name. And everyone said, is it true that everybody said amen? And everyone said, All right. This is one of the scriptures that I know it's so commonly used by everybody. Now this morning, I believe God wants to communicate a matter to us on this scripture. And so the title of my message is Leave to Declare the Works of God. Amen. The psalmist said, I shall not die, but leave, but leave. And the word A and D. And declare the works of the Lord. Now listen carefully. It is important you understand why God gave you life. And it's important you understand why you are living now. Praise the Lord. Sometimes when we quote these scriptures, we quote them and stop at the, I shall not die. But leave full stop. True or false? Oh, you are not minding me at all. But you see, it will have no effect until you have had a full understanding of what God is communicating. Praise the Lord. And so I want your understanding to catch the entire scripture. So that when you come to declare it, when you come to proclaim it, when you come to pray on that, you would surely receive the reason for the scripture to be written. Praise the Lord. Now, I know that the reason why many people don't want to die is because they are not sure what is waiting. 
Amen. Did you understand that? Many people are used to this life. And especially when we have things going on a bit good for us. We want to occupy. And if it were possible, never leave. (laughs) And that is why many people fight for life. But I want to bring you to the point where your walk with God will be such that you would begin to declare the works of God. Praise the Lord. It does not work to live when the works of God are not being declared. And I can tell you that majority of Christians have not come to the fullness of declaring The works of God. I'm only praying that as we hear God in this matter, our lives will be transformed and we will get to the point when we will really be declaring the works of God. Amen. I'm also trusting God that the short time we have, we will be able to bring about the revelation of this word. Because it's actually nice. Now, like I said, many people will fight with everything. I remember there's a, there's a hymn. And in one of the statements it says, I will fight life's final war with pain. Isn't it? I will fight life's final war with pain. That means that when I'm sick and I'm dying, I will still fight it. Hallelujah. But I pray today that we'll have a godly understanding about the scripture. Amen. Are you listening? I have been challenged by this very much. And it came about when I was preaching somewhere. I had my sermons prepared already. But somehow deep in my spirit it was a thief. That's not what you're supposed to be saying. And I said, Lord, but I'm left with just about five minutes to be called. And so I I was, Lord, what are you saying? I'm a bit used to that sort of thing. I said, Lord, just tell me. And then a brother came who was about teaching me, but he had to uh, invite, introducing me to speaking. He had some five minutes prayer meeting, a prayer to do. So he came and declared to the people. That they will live and not die. They will live and not die. Immediately I knew that in my spirit. That's what God wanted me to speak on. I said, hey, hey. So I quickly jumped on my iPad and I picked up the scripture because I couldn't remember exactly where it was. And for, don't know how long, 45 minutes and hour, that was the message that I preached on. And since that, God has been ringing seriously in my heart on that scripture. And that's why I'm taking the liberty by His grace to share with you today. Amen. So you've got to listen. The Bible said, put the scripture on, let everybody have a look at it. One, would you speak it one more time? One, two. 
You see, everybody sitting in this auditorium, one way or the other, had confessed the scripture to the, to, before. Is there anybody who doesn't know the scripture and has never said it or has never heard it? Can I see by hand? Wow. Praise the Lord. So everybody knows the scripture. Now listen to what God said. I shall not die. And I said to you that nobody wants to die. The reason is because majority of us don't know what is at stake. In fact, some people even think that when a person dies, that is the end. Yesterday I had a couple visiting us. And then the husband had to ask a question. They are newly married and they came by to say thank you and all those things. And then the husband said, Pastor, can I ask you a question? If I'm married to my wife, am I responsible for her going to heaven? It is something I've been thinking about, so can you uh, help me? And I said, that, oh, it's no problem. If you really love her, you will not want to see her in hell. Provoking each other onto love and onto good works. And I started with full volume of my sermon. Hallelujah. And I said, the only thing that will not help you very much is when you condone with your husband, when you condone with your wife. That is not correct. So do your, handle your life in such a way that if you are not doing right, your wife will say, Master, you are not doing right, so you can repent. And if you are not doing well as well, but sometimes some husbands and wives, they gang up to do foolishly. And I will come to that shortly. They gang up to do foolishly to mess up their own lives. Do you know the reason why when Ananias, Mr. and Mrs. Ananias have agreed in private that we will go and declare that we sold our land for 3,000 and we will keep the other 3,000 for our own business. When they agreed, God saw it. But somehow the Lord said, ah, probably the wife was under compulsion. So let me do it such that everybody will have the chance to declare their own stand. So for whatever reasons, which is best known to God, which when we go to heaven we will ask, Lord, why is it that Mr. and Mrs. Ananias did not come together the same time to tell their story? Because of course, if they have gotten there, you know very well that the spokesperson will be Mr. Ananias. And whatever he said will be binding on the woman. So God made sure... This is what I love about God. Put your hands and wave. Wave us unto the Lord. No, no. Wave us unto the Lord. Hallelujah. This sounds classy. Amen. Now, so for whatever reason, whether the omu that Mrs. Ananias put on the fire was burning, because of that, she said, Papa, take the lead. I will come. Wale. Whether she was washing and the man said, you haven't finished, I'm taking the lead to the church service. Wole. But wole ake. 
God made sure they went in one by one. When my mister got there, he said, you know there's a group of people who say, well, lie, but they lie. <laughs> Wallahi, Wangayanuna, Even the word itself says, Wallahi. Hallelujah. You didn't hear that. So, countryman gets there and then he says, We sold it for so much. But the statement from the man of God was that when it was there, was it not your own? Why have you lied to the Holy Ghost? None of us should lie to the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. And he died. Not long ago when they took him to bury him, the wife also came. And the man of God said, Ha! Was the the land sold for so and so? Only, you know, when that question was asked, I was wondering why they has, she has also shut to the Holy Ghost that he will not say, ah, what could have my, my husband said to have kept her mouth to say, hey, wait. You see, also, you know, did you notice that God made sure that nobody even went to their house to say, Ole, have you heard what has happened? So these are the things that makes me fear God. How can your husband die? And they carry him to go and bury. And the news will never come to you. And you will walk straight zoom. If you don't fear God, fear God. Is this what I really wanted to preach? Hallelujah. She comes and immediately it was so very clear. She too lied. And then the man of God said, they have carried your husband. They will carry you too. Let me show you something. I shall not die. But, two words I want to pick up. But, leave, end. These are the two words I want you to watch carefully. If you don't want to die early, tell the truth. Tell your neighbor, tell the truth. Praise the Lord. If you don't want to die early, learn to do the word of God as you are told. Tell your neighbor. Hallelujah. In studying, I came across very serious things. I saw that some people's lives were shortened. When they did not go the way God has said they should go. So let me tell you. If there is anything you need to think about seriously in your time. It should be such that you will do exactly what God tells you to do. If you declare, I shall not die. And you do foolishly. You can die. Let me tell you the truth. As much as it's possible, it's, it's powerful, and majority of us confess that, there are two conditions to it. But, and, hallelujah. 
So you should always make sure, whenever you are declaring this word of God, you are declaring it with a clear understanding that as long as God gives me life, I will do what his, his works. Praise the Lord. Do you know why we, many people claim this scripture and yet they don't get fulfillment of it? It's because they do not consider the but and the end in that scripture. The but in it simply makes it very clear that there is a condition to be fulfilled. Hallelujah. And, uh, and uh, it's a conjunction trying to tell you that it goes along with it. And so you cannot simply take it by only confessing that I shall leave. It is good. Every one of us want to. But I want to say, may you find what God wants you to do and be ready at all times to do it. Praise the Lord. Confessing that I shall not die doesn't carry that fullness of power. Satan will give up whatever ammunition he has set to finish you, when he comes across to see that you are declaring the works of God. In the scriptures, I saw people who died. Dorcas died. And the Bible said, Peter was in Joppa, and when in Joppa, where we say Joppa, some people say Joppa. Peter was there. Somehow, the disciples quickly ran and told that one of our sisters have died, and you know, you people, we don't have peace. One piece of cloth. Why? Women. Okay, you, somebody should give me a piece of cloth. Thank you. Thank you very much. In the communication, people were crying. And when they were crying, they were saying, Look, he saw, she sold this dress for me. Her good sister, we cannot afford. As soon as Peter heard it and she came and saw all the good works that were done she put, he put everybody away and prayed and the sister came back to life Amen. if you want to bless the Lord just bless him so brother, sister I want you to know it doesn't just happen it doesn't just happen if you want to live a long way and to fulfill the will of the Lord, in fact, this scripture, this subject I'm treating, there are too many deep things that I can't say them all. Sometimes your mouth will let you die early. The mouth that you confess that I shall leave, I, I shall not die but live to declare the word of God. When your mouth begins to talk things that are not correct, you, will, you have confessed it, you also shorten the days on earth. Are you listening, a child of God? So, declaring that alone is not enough. Where is Sapon? Okay, if Sapon, Sapon, come, come. You are not on uniform. Why? They deprived you. Sapon still on sale. Give it to Mama for me. He's a nice man, eh? <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm waiting for the day to wave my franca. Actually, he's free, eh? He's so far free. No attachment. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
<laughs> there are a few of them I'll be calling them out in the course of the service. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You see, thank you very much, Mama, for sparing me your cloth. You see, let me tell you something. In this life, there is something God expects from us. He created the heavens and then the earth. The Bible says that the heavens belong to the Lord. And if we are going to go to the heaven, now come quickly, Psalm 115, verse 15 to 18. Let me just tell you this so that the Bible says, May you be blessed. And I know everybody will say, Amen. May you be blessed by the Lord. Ah, you didn't. May you be blessed by the Lord. Aha. Now you day proper, proper. Who made the heaven and the earth? The heavens, even the heaven. The heaven, even the heavens, are the laws. But the earth he has given to the children of men. Praise the Lord. So this is why we don't want Satan to play the fool around. It's ours. We must fight until we overcome. Hallelujah. Now listen to this. The the dead do not praise the Lord. Nor anyone who go down into silence. But we will be blessed... uh, But we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forever. Praise the Lord. There is something you will do. You will bless the Lord from this time forth. So those of us who are still struggling and cannot allow yourself to be blessing the Lord at all times for His praise continually to be in your mouth, you are not doing well at all. Praise the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times that His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will say of the Lord, You are my refuge and my fortress. You can make a song of this one in praise of His name at all times. Uh, Glory to Jesus. So listen carefully. There are things need to occupy ourselves with. See what the psalmist is saying? When you die, you are finished. Your praises are seized. The tomb is filled with, with ants and they chop you up. So when you have breath, praise the Lord. It doesn't work squeezing your faith. It doesn't work and being angry. It doesn't work fighting everybody. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Say to your neighbor, it doesn't work. And let your praise be as unto the Lord at all times. And let his praise be in your mouth. And I thank God for what he said. He said, from this time forth. So if you haven't started here on, let's start. Hallelujah. I pray God will give me time to preach this sermon. You see, some of the serious things that the Bible is declaring, so that when we are saying that I, I shall not die, but live, end 
we are declaring that there is something we ought to be doing. As soon as they carry caskets, you are finished. You can't praise the Lord at cemetery. You yourself, you are finished. The body is dead. So, brethren, let's be mindful. The earth he gave to us. The scripture said the heaven belongs to the Lord. The earth is ours here. And if we are in this earth, may I announce it to you that you cannot play the fool with your being here. Praise the Lord. Some of us are taking certain liberties. And the Lord, I, I keep hearing that keep warning the people in this church. Some of us are not walking right. Some of us are misbehaving and because everybody doesn't know, you think you are safe. You cannot declare the works of God. So sit down and sit up and live right. Praise the Lord. Otherwise, when you misbehave and you still come back and say, I shall not die, God will say, from where? We must do things that are right. I pick up in my spirit very often, many people misbehaving. A lot of people misbehaving. It's not right, eh? And don't joke, you can't be sitting here with these with this gracious word of God and, and think that Reverend Dennis, Reverend Dennis, Reverend Dennis. Let me tell you something. I don't have a word of my own. What is given to me is what I preach. That's why I am fearless. Praise the Lord. So I command you in the name of Jesus, those who are misbehaving, stop! Because I don't have time to bury anybody too quick. Hallelujah. Huh. We will bless, but we will bless the Lord from this time forth. Ah, we will bless the Lord. I wish we had time. We will bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Everybody say, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that is within me, bless his name. I will sing of the goodness of the Lord. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will say of the Lord, you are my refuge. I exhort you at all times. For the Lord is great. And he is greatly to be praised. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. And don't forget his benefits. For the Lord is good. The Lord is kind. His mercy is endured forever. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. Let's continue to bless the Lord. Let's, let's bless Him. When you are there, you know, spend time on these things and speak it. You see, the, the New Testament will tell you. We will, we, will, we will sing songs and hymns and spiritual songs. When you do these things, that is when your spirit becomes very free. And then you can hear the voice of God. Hallelujah. Now, I need to bring something very crucial to your understanding this morning. And I notice that once you have accepted 
that you are born again, you are a believer, you are a child of God, you do not have any option than to declare the works of God. Did you hear that? Everyone in this church, if your vision is shattered, the things that you are doing, you are doing and planning for yourself, I command that scale to be removed from your eyes in Jesus' name. So that you will come to reality that I am what I am by the grace of God, that I may show forth His, His works. I may declare His works. And let me tell you something. Some of these things, eh, you can be so engulfed in your life that you will not be even conscious of declaring His works. You can be. But Jesus set the good example for us. In John chapter 10 verse 25, Jesus, Jesus sum it up in a beautiful way. And I pray that you will come to the full understanding. Jesus answered them and answered them and told, I answered them, I told you and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. Praise the Lord. Jesus said, the works that I do, in other words, they declare the Father's works. In other words, they show. There are many of us sitting here tonight, uh, this morning. We are so mindful of our plans. And to be honest with you, if you were to sit down and to analyze and to do a check out of your plans, you will discover that none of them has any works of God in, in it. But I God brought us to this understanding that we may now start being conscious and think about that. Praise the Lord. Some people are working to be promoted. It's a good thing. But let me tell you something. Promotion that doesn't bring glory to God and you getting more money to help with the work of God is nothing. You are not declaring the works of God. Most of us are so conscious of we, we, we. But I want to tell you this morning. If you desire to leave, you better add, find out, God, what would you have me to do? And that you will notice that majority of us don't do. Some of us, when we get promoted and we have come for the testimony even to be shared by the announcing officers, when we have done that, the next thing is that the salary that came, the fat salary you came, you close your eyes as if you haven't seen and the tithe you don't pay on it. Do you fear God at all? Some of us are crying for good things. When the good things come, we now amend them. You know, a child of God, let me tell you something. I have observed that there are many things we can do with our natural life to show that we are Christians, but in secret we are dangerous. But this morning... If you're going to ask God to live, but not die, may you declare His works. Hallelujah. Are you understanding me? I wish everybody would come to the full understanding of the secret. That why I have been permitted, do you know, Doctors are here, they have 
the full report, specialized in malaria things. Haven't many people died through malaria? And I hear in some years ago, but now I think it's a bit low. Or it's still high. It's, yes. Many years ago in this country, malaria was the highest killer. Ah, oh you are. I said malaria many years. He says still. And is there anybody here who hasn't had a malaria before? Hey, Ohima, you are blessed of the Lord. Hallelujah. Actually, you, you can't stand it, so don't have it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Is there anybody here who has, apart from Ohima, that's why she's Ohima. Is there anybody here who hasn't had, had the malaria? Oh, London man, you too. Hey. Ah, I see. Amen, amen. <laughs> that sickness, that makes you sweat. And that makes you like that. You are blessed. Hallelujah. <laughs> but you see, if some people could die out of malaria, and majority of us, 98% of us, have had malaria and we didn't die, then I want you to understand. You were preserved that you may declare his works. The reason why it did not have effect on you. Some of us have had serious things that others had and in no time, pop! But we had it, we are surviving. And we are plowing through as if there is nothing. Isn't God good? Wave unto him. Praise the Lord. So I want us to get it very clear, brethren. The enemy pounced on you, but God didn't give you up as a prey to him. The reason is because he's suspecting that his works will be declared by you. Failure to declare his works could be dangerous. So I say to you today, as we are about coming to the table of the Lord, I want you to seriously acknowledge that when you die, you can praise the Lord. This is the best time to declare His works. And whatever is with you and whatever that is within you, let it praise the Lord. You will notice that some of us, even our prayer times in the mornings, this morning we're praying, and we have to pray on the issues of having to have time for God. Some of us, are spending five minutes to say, Lord, good morning. Thank you for today. We are going back to, and then we'll see you later in the evening. In the evening, if you remember, you say, Lord, thank you for the beautiful day. Hallelujah. But let it not be. Make time for the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you understanding the word of God? Now, there's something I need to bring to your attention, which is very crucial. I didn't want to be taking these scriptures one by one for the reason that we don't have much time. But as you put them down, I want to plead with you that you will go over them again. And there's something I want you to see. We will read from Philippians chapter 1, verse 21 to 24. I will do it in... Do you have a mic for her? 
Actually, please give her a mic to do that for me, and then I will do it in NLT. I want you to catch a very serious statement that I believe every child of God must come to. Praise the Lord. Uh-huh. You're not saying amen. I say praise the Lord. I want you to catch a revelation that most of us haven't come to. So that if you ever said, I shall not die, but leave to declare the words. Lady Pastor will read this for us in NKJV, and I'll read it in NLT. Um, Have you given it? Philippians 1, 21 to 24. Okay. For me to live is Christ, Hmm. and to die is gain. But if I live on in the flesh, this will mean fruit from my labor. Hmm. Yet what I shall choose, I cannot tell. Mm. For I am hard pressed between the two, mm. having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which mm. is far better. Huh. Nevertheless, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, can you put it on an LT for me? For to me, living means living for Christ. Can you say that? Now, I want to ask you a question. Is your living really for Christ or for something else? That's why I said that we haven't come to understand the Bible. eh? The Bible says for me to live. Living means living for Christ. And dying is... I remember I started saying that because majority of people are not too sure, they don't want to die. But the man of God is declaring that dying is better. And I'm sure that somebody said, please... If it is better for him, (laughs) let it be better for him, but not me. Hallelujah. (laughs) It is true. Your changing of your mind will not change what God has said. Hey, hallelujah. Paul knew that any child of God who departs from this life, and when I mean child of God, I mean a real child of God, not the Kosovorian, eh? A real child of God who serves God in the scriptures and do what is right. He is saying that whenever you close your eyes, it's better for you. Praise the Lord. I was going to ask one question, but I know that somebody will say, why are you doing this? So I don't want to scare anybody. So I won't ask. There was a check in my heart. Amen. The Bible said, for me to leave... Simply means living for Christ and dying is better. And in the next scripture he says, But if I leave, I can do more fruitful work for... If you leave, you will do what? More fruitful work. And may I simply ask you, Are you really doing fruitful work? This is a matter. Don't you think so? If you put your sca- yourself on the scale and you begin to check very carefully, I notice most people don't like to do it, but if you begin to check carefully, what you will observe is that majority of the things you do, you do it for you. But if you are really serious and you want to be a true child of God, may I say to you, you live for Christ, not for you. I challenge you to sit down and think about this. 
Are you understanding me? Is it hard? You get your salary and you, you have divided the things that you are going to do. Majority of it are for who? You are telling me. Majority of it are for who? Even the little fellowship that God wants you, this morning we prayed about it, the little fellowship that God wants you to have, get up early in the morning and talk with them as his own child. Majority of us, when I told you last Wednesday night, those of us who are here, isn't it true that when you have even given yourself that you want to pray at a certain time, and then somehow by the grace of God you lift up your eyes, you look at the watch, and it is exact time, immediately another voice comes and he says that, Sleep small. Oh, you, you haven't heard that, isn't it? And then in the matter of sleeping small, you sleep big. And by the time you discover and come to yourself, isn't it true that my brother used to work years ago, Golden Tulip, before he left for the United States, Golden Tulip, and, and then it was him who told us this, and the Golden Tulip was working him properly like the way KLM was working me. So when he comes, he could sleep and snore. So he came in and he slept. And when he woke up, time was so close. The word he used, I cannot use it. Quick. Please. In my head, it's an email told us. Because. The man is tired, he needs to rest. And he has rested and was exceeding his rest period. A child of God, I pray that this morning before you come to the table of the Lord, may you come to understanding that you live to declare his works. You have lived long enough for yourself. God says, come home. Start walking right. Some of us have been Christians for too long. There is nothing we can show to prove that we've been there. You have been maintained to declare his works. Those of us running away from his works, may I humbly ask you, you are shortening your days. Now I'm coming to that very soon. That's why I told you, I can't finish this sermon because it has so much in it. You know, I was so surprised to see... A good man of God, who God gave such a good promise. Let's quickly go to, go to Numbers, book of Numbers, chapter 20, is that correct? Verse 10 to 12. Ah, I didn't finish with the scripture, you see? Hmm. Let me finish, there's something I want to bring it out. Let's go to the verse 23, please. I am torn between two desires. I long to go and be with Christ, which will be far better for me. But for your sakes, it is better I continue to live. Amen. Did you get it? Let me say something here quickly. Brother Paul knew that to die as a believer is far better. You are out of pain, out of struggles, 
out of wahales, out of everything. So it's far better for you. And you've been ushered into eternal life. Where there are no mosquitoes. Where there are no backbiting and fightings. Where there are no lack. Everything is supplied according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So listen, to die as a believer is a good thing. Say a big amen. amen. So he, he, he knew it. But then, comparatively, he is saying that, I really want that. But I don't want to die because I also know that I have so much inside me that will benefit other Christians. And so, my desire to live on is simply that I may declare His works. So, whenever you are asking God or you are confessing the scripture for it to be fulfilled upon your life, may I also ask you that immediately you should pick up what you are supposed to be doing and make sure that if you were slacking, you get along and make sure that it goes hand in hand with your leaving and your fulfilling of Scripture. Praise the Lord. When you come to that full understanding, I can tell you that you will never struggle to leave. It will be just the natural leaving. Hallelujah. But if it is... That I shall not die, but live. And then you live to gossip. It can be a wahala. You live to fight. It can be a wahala. You live to, to disobey God. It can be a big wahala. Amen. So in Numbers chapter 20, verse 10 to 12, I observed something that was worrying. We know Moses how much he loved God and God loved him and we know Moses how much God even talked about the fact that there are levels of prophets. And he was of the higher grade who would talk to God eyeball to eyeball. Fiasa, fiasa. Face to face in French. He says fiasa, fiasa. Fast, fast. Fast, fast. Okay, fast, fast. Amen, amen. Say fast, fast. All my French teachers have bamooted me. Faster, fast. Isn't it faster, fast? It's faster, fast. Face to face. God says, I talk with Moses faster, fast. And there are some prophets who will see in cloud. You know, there are some prophets here. God shows them visions, but they have no understanding. But for Moses, it was so very, very direct that God explains whatever he shows to him, ditto, ditto, as he means. Now, this Moses, I observed, as I was studying the scripture, and then I observed that this Moses, his life was shortened. I'm telling you, Moses didn't have to die the time he died. And that is where you need to take caution. Hallelujah. And so the Bible says that Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock, and he said to them, Here now, here, uh, he said to them, Here now. You rebels, must we bring water for you out of this rock? Then Moses lifted, a, Moses lifted his hand and struck the rock twice with the rod. And water came out abundantly, and the congregation and their animals drank. 
And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not believe me, and to hallow my name in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have already given them. Hallelujah! Now I want you to see something that I saw which was mind-blowing. Do you, if you know a bit about Moses, he was the man that God said he would take the people to the promised land. True or false? So if he was not allowed to take them to the promised land, that means that his life, his life was asked, asked to short. Was shortened. Why did it be? And then I discovered the statement that he made in that scripture. You know, God shares his glory with no man. Are you here? God does not share his glory with no man, not even with Moses. God said that I wanted the people to see, and to, in other versions, to see my glory. But when Moses was speaking, he said, must we? Immediately, he took part of the glory of God, and God said, you are Moses, I speak fast and fast with you, but come home. Thank God that he, he asked for him, he was asked to come home. Some people may not be asked to come home. So, when you shall declare, I shall not die, but leave, and to declare the works of God, may you be very committed to making sure that whatever you are doing is the works of God. Hallelujah. Are you understanding me? Now, are you really understanding me? This is a very serious case. And I'm begging God for me, that I, the Lord will help me to be able to always live in such a manner that I will bring glory to Him. In such a manner that I will declare His works. In such a manner that I will be fulfilling His way. In such a manner that, I mean, Dennis is living, not, I'm not living for me. And my, I mean, now, now, I mean, I, I, I have to live for God. I don't live for my wife. She needs a husband, but I'm not living for her. It's too short. It's too small to live for my wife. But I must live for God. My wife must live for God. As much as it will benefit me to get some popo and some food to eat. And somebody to chat with. And somebody to share with. And somebody to pray with. But you see, sometimes the mistakes we have made is that we put that at the same pedestal. We think that my husband and God are at the same level. Stop that stupid thinking. Your husband and God are not the same level. They are not co-equal. Somebody was fighting, he said, are you my co-equal? And I said, who, who is your co-equal? Oh, you're a human being. He too is a human being. So he's your koiko. God is not your koiko. Say to your neighbor, God is not your koiko. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? Do you think that your eye is being opened to something? Thank God, you know, woman was made for man. The Bible says, I mean, my wife was made for me. Hey, I love it all. But I haven't quoted it much. My, you were made for me, please. I haven't quoted it much. But the truth is, having even said that my wife was made for me, does not mean that I am her Lord. Jesus is her Lord. 
As a matter of fact, some wives will go to heaven and some husbands will be left behind. If you know Bible, you know that it is there. Some husbands will go to heaven and some wives will be left behind. So when the brother yesterday asked me, how can I get my wife along? I preach properly. Preach a full sermon with dimensions. Amen. Wave unto Jesus. Ah, are you happy with the word of God? Do you think you are understanding? Praise the Lord. Is that Aaron's voice ahead? Ah, somebody sounds like Aaron. Somebody sounds. Hallelujah. Now, let, me, let me quickly say this. So Moses' life was shortened because Moses disobeyed God. He has been declaring the works of God all the time. But this particular time, he allowed some people to provoke him and to say such serious statements such as, Must we? Was he the provider of the water? So why? But he said, Must we? Taking part of the glory, God said, hey, Today you are coming. Now, in the book of Acts, I will cut this my sermon because not so many people. Um, hallelujah. In the book of Acts, chapter 12, I want to show you something so that you will be conscious to declare. In chapter, chapter 12, verse 20 to 24, I want you to, I beg you, I want you to be very, very, everybody, 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 wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Look on your left and look on your right. If anybody is sleeping, say, Pastor says, wake up. Probably this last call you didn't hear. Hallelujah. Can I see my hand, everybody here, please? All right. Thank you very much. Sometimes Satan wants you to sleep at a very crucial time. I re say, I refuse to sleep. To doze off. I refuse. Amen. <laughs> now, this goes for a believer. It goes for an unbeliever. You remember I started with the story of Ananias. Ananias and his wife refused to declare the works of God. And they died. Ananias and Sapphira. Sapphira. They refused to declare the works of God. They died. So, a believer can be caught in this. An unbeliever can be caught in that. Now, Herod had been very angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon. But they came to him with one accord. And having made blasters, the king's personal aid, their friend, they asked for peace because their country was supplied with food by the king's country. Herod has been very kind. He was fighting with them, but he has been very kind. So on the sixth day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat on his throne and gave an orientation I was coming to say the Ashanti way, the Olation. 
oration. Hallelujah. Oration to them. And the people kept shouting. The voice of a God, not of a man. Then immediately, then immediately, did you hear? Then immediately, the angel of the Lord struck him because they did not do what? And he was eaten by and But the word of the Lord grew and multiplied. Praise the Lord. Do you understand this? The works of God, when the people were shouting, this is not the voice of man, he said, shut up, shut up, shut up. I am speaking because God gave me. There was no mercy for Herod. So I want you to know, you know, when the Lord opened my eyes on this, may I tell you, then I began appreciating that statement by the grace of God. Whenever, oh, thank you very much for what you have done for me, and then you say, oh, we thank God. You give something to somebody, and the person is so blown that if you haven't come to my aid, I would have been in trouble. And the person is hailing you to the wrong level. You just say, no, we give thanks to God. Amen. These are things we haven't been conscious about. These are things we have taken for granted. I did this for you. I did that for you. And I did this. And I did that. And I did that. And I did that. Some of us, when the Lord uses us to, to do something, we come to the point to think that forever we are the champions. Today, repent from your sin. Hallelujah. The Lord used you. Let's be careful about these I must confess, when I was studying the scripture, then I said, Lord, let it be imprinted in my heart, so that whenever I should open my mouth, when anybody is trying to heal me, I should stop it right there and say, Ah, we thank God for doing this through me. Because the reason is that, can a man give anything that he has not been given? The ability is from the Lord. So those of us, I know that it has become a statement of Guineans. By the grace of God. Let it be by the grace of God. God bless you. Shall we bow for prayer? I don't know what you want to say to the Lord simply in a short moment of time.